Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode. We are your hosts. My name is Amir. And not Hennies. And you are listening to Gents Amplified. And today's episode is kind of a reality check segment. Um, this is not a quote per se, but it is a popular expression that has been around since the mid 14th century, early 15th century. And I am not exactly sure who is accredited with the uh, ownership, mm-hmm. invent, invention, or you know, start of this term. But it goes a little something like this. It's very, very simple. Manners maketh man. Also interpreted as manners make the man. Right? And so this term, you know, um, it loosely alludes to the fact that you know how you conduct yourself your mannerisms and your characteristics make you who you are and right and and people judge you based upon that and in in these uh early 14th century mid uh mid-century whatever you were the the content of your character was based upon how they saw you interacting with other people how you carried yourself you know and that was like, oh, yes, that's a good man. Oh, thank you, my good man. Because he carried himself a certain way. And look how he treats mm-hmm. others. And looks how, and and then somewhere along the line, probably in the 16th century or so, that got lost and it turned into like, no, you got to treat these hoes crazy. Smack a bit. But like, it was like, you know, revert to our uh, lesser selves and be a savage. And then it came back around. Then it was like, no, you got to smooth talk to ladies. You got to be nice. You got to be kind. You got to bring flowers to your grandmama and then it went back to like no if you don't listen to what i'm saying where's my money bitch and then it goes back and and so it throughout time and history right the classification and uh identification for what it is to be a man has always gone back and forth to you know refined dignified high society borderline snobbery or savage reckless uh barbarian i want i take i rule um and so Mm. i feel like in this day and age we have to figure out how to find the happy medium and why is it that it goes back and forth like that so that's something i wanted to discuss and try to you know gain some levity on yeah um what are your thoughts on that honey that expression you know is definitely i think lost meaning over time especially nowadays mm-hmm. i don't think you i don't think much people even think about manners or how they act or how they treat those around them as much as we used to back in the day especially nowadays you know mm-hmm. i feel like society society celebrates uh isolation now more than ever mm. you know what i mean the age of the lone wolf yes i could do bad all by myself mm. i don't need nobody and I feel like, you know, that is not necessary. I don't think it's a bad thing if you want to be alone and how to and be comfortable being alone. But right. I feel like they celebrate it in a way that it's, I think it's definitely a good thing. I think we've spoken about that before. It's important to be able to be alone. Right. But it's not, but we're not meant to be alone. Right. Because independence is very different from isolation. Yes. And I think the two get misconstrued a lot. And then especially now with, you know, we're, you know, what, two years or 
in the pandemic or maybe mm-hmm. a little more mm-hmm. than that now. About roughly or two years. Get into, into two pandemic. years. I don't even yeah. know. I've lost count now. Yeah. But it's a pandemic right out here, y'all. We're still in it, and basically. It's crazy. But with the pandemic, before working from home, uh, meeting people online, talking to people online, socializing with people online was already something that was getting big. Then pandemic mm. happened and then that blew up. Yes. Everything from just staying in home and and interacting with people through a screen and the digital world became more important than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's part of advancement and technology and growth and the new age and things happening. It was going to happen sooner or later, but right. pandemic definitely boosted that. Yes. But now what we see is, you know, I feel like that plays a big part in why we see the loss of that when it comes to the manners and mm-hmm. that we have as men or as gentlemen, right? I agree. Because, for example, just the meeting people online and through apps. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked to, you know, I'm married. I've been married for about 10 years, but I, I talked to a lot of people, that guys that are single, and they tell me these stories. And, you know, it doesn't, act, it doesn't seem like there is any, like, you know, let me be a gentleman. Let me, let me... Pull the chair out no, for this lady, true. open the door and all that stuff. But listen, Don't get me wrong, it happens, but okay. but I'm sure it still happens occasionally. But it's getting to a point where that ain't even important anymore. No it's more about, I'm here for this. You already know what the deal is. Let's make it happen. Yes, I, I agree that the age of the internet and how much it has advanced since its inception has definitely contributed to the decline of social interaction. Um and I do think it's it's crazy how um, people have lost their art of communication. Like we don't, we are desensitized to how to act around humans that aren't people that we already know, right? If mm-hmm. you're not amongst your group, it's it's people are weird around strangers. They don't know yes. how to be just social anymore they don't yes. know how to say hello to their stra- i mean and there are different pockets of the world where you know people say hello and goodbye to people they see in the street and it's not frowned upon but now you say hi to somebody they're like oh my god he have to give me what you saying hi for what you looking yeah. at and it's 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 crazy because uh, that used to be s- such a norm right and yes there are such things like you know you warn and caution your kids don't talk to strangers and stuff like that but that meant the idea of don't talk to strangers. All it meant was to be cautious of your surroundings. Mm. It didn't mean forget your kindness. Don't say hi and bye to people. I think in, in, in the don't talk to strangers, you should still be able to make sure everyone around you that, that you, you know, interact with on a daily basis in this, in the sense of like, Oh, I take this route every day. I always drive the same way or I always walk the same way. The people on this route know me so that if something did happen to you, people could be like, oh, wait a minute. No, I know. I see Amir every day. He walks this way. Oh, no, I always see him. He drives me. That's, that's really strange that you don't. But we're still like trying to keep to ourselves that if something did happen to you, nobody, oh, I don't know that guy. Like, because mm-hmm. no one is looking out for each other the way we used to where we um, were a village, right? I think that's part of what is being lost too. And like, but going back to what you said about being um, meeting online and interacting online, yes, there are pros and cons to it because there's yes. a lot that we do now in the digital space that has you know helped us as a as a world as a 
uh, it's boosted our economy on several fronts and it is a necessary and important tool nowadays, right? But there are some negative effects to it as where, like you said, when it comes to dating, like I am a single man and I have many uh, swipe stories that are hilarious, but they're so impersonal because they, like you said, there there is no mannerisms when it comes to it. Like the interaction is purely transactional. Like, look, we on here for this. We both swipe right, so let's get it in, and then you get out, <laughs> right? It's it's it's. it's and I bet that now like that. too, if since it's like that so much, if you was to even try to be, yeah, you know, show manners towards the other person, they're gonna be like, they, what is they, wrong with this person? Like something you doing something weird? You, you when I go out and something. meet chicks in person, and I'm like polite, they're like, oh my god, it's so weird. Like, or the flip side of that is like oh you're just flirting with everybody i'm like no, no no i'm i'm single and i'm kind and i'm interacting because we're all humans sharing a human experience and i'm just saying hello to my fellow being mm-hmm. um it doesn't necessarily mean i'm hitting on you you ugly no so but <laughs> it, like it, every everybody thinks something is has an ulterior motive behind it right oh you trying to get something from me oh you just trying you looking at me because i'm dressed like this oh, how dare you and it's like no, I'm just, I'm simply saying hello, and, yeah. and it starts and stops there. But because you're so, like, because we're not accustomed to being kind anymore and interacting and knowing what manners is, that's foreign, and we 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 are instantly going defense mode. And so I think that's why men act that way because they're like, well, when I do try to be kind, this is the response I get from women, right? So I'm just act crazy anyway because mm-hmm. all I gotta do is do 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 swipe yeah come here chick like, yeah. because what's the point of me putting in that extra effort to treat them the way my mother would hope I would if that's the response I'm gonna get yeah. right yeah it's yeah and I think that that's a big part of why that's being lost and then you know not only dating but just interacting on social media interacting with friends interacting with family co-workers I mean it's gotten to the point where everything is is all digital. And the interesting is, you know, it's cool because you would think it'll bring us closer, right? Because now we have another another uh, way of doing it and interacting and staying connected. Mm-hmm. But what I find is it's allowed us to have a way of staying connected but being fake about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to pretend uh, through a screen, so right? All, all of our connections are impersonal. Exactly. So there ain't no real connection. It's just a matter of, let me just do this real quick because I have to for work or, oh, I mean, you know, I'm in school, I'm in college and this student, fellow students hitting me up, they need some help with something or we're doing a project together or, you know, whatever, family or friends or people you used to be friends with and you don't want around no more. I mean, it's easy to just be fake through it and just be like, well, hey, hey, how you going? Oh, it's so good to hear from you. It's been so long. And then I shut it off and I don't think about you again. Right, or like you start the conversation, there's never no follow-up or follow-through because yeah. you're not actually interested. It's yeah. it's like um, you're on autopilot or something. So it's so so all the interactions are so rudimentary. It's like, oh, you're supposed to say, hey, how are you? Yeah. But, but you don't really care about the answer. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... Which is sad. And I think that bleeds out into the real world. Yeah. So then when we see each other in real life... Again, it's like, you know, the manners is hard to keep it going. And same thing, like you said, like sometimes someone might hit you up on social media, you never respond to them. 
or, or text or through the screen, right? The digital world. They hit you up through there to connect, but you never respond. And then you see them in real life. Right. And I think you, part, you know of, I mean? part of the reason why you don't respond is because you don't feel as obligated to because in your mind, you're like, well, when am I ever going to see them? I only see them through this screen. Yeah. And, and I can avoid going on their page. So I, I can evade that for as long as I want or need to. Right back in the day, it's like you ain't calling your mom back. You know you're gonna see it where you go, right? You, yeah. you, you, there was an accountability because those interactions were real and tangible, and you knew like, oh, I'm probably gonna see so and so within this week, so I better get back and communicate so that you know I am taking whatever measures need to be taken before that in person interaction. Yeah. But now it's like those in person meets are so fleeting that you dismiss them. And then when you do see them, it's all surface, right? Like everybody got their filter on and you're like, oh, hey, oh, myself, oh, yeah, you can't, okay, bye, next. Which, damn. And I know I'm I'm guilty of it at times too because sometimes you do it subconsciously without even realizing it, that you're conducting a superficial conversation because your brain just goes into autopilot because you've been interacting with like that for so long. It's like when you ever you ever been around somebody this has this used to happen to me, but now that I'm aware of it, I, I can cut it off faster or I can realize it sooner and I, it just makes me laugh. But like someone's being fake, I'm mm. using air quotes right now, like, but they're being fake but pretending to be real and the way they're speaking, it starts to rub off of you. You start to retort back to yeah, them. Yeah. They're like, so, and you're like, yeah. And then you're like, you're like, I don't even talk like that. Why am I? But it's because they're talking to you like that. Yeah. You start talking to them like that. And you you end up having this five to ten minute superficial conversation where you talk about nothing. You don't mm -hmm. even remember. But it was like a forced interaction that you were like trying to keep up an appearance. It's, ugh. It's, yeah. It's yep. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's why it's, it's being lost, you know, because like you said, back in the day, it was all about manners and not only manners and how and, and behaving properly. It was also the way you dress and being dressed properly. Right. So it was a lot. It had to do a lot. It was just so, a more. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was things that were wrong back then as well. But I feel like Absolutely. it was a much more sophisticated right. way of and living. That art of sophistication is so lost. And that's part of why I like watching a lot of uh, movies that are period pieces because you see mm -hmm. the attention mm -hmm. to detail that people put in these certain things. Some of it seems so impractical, but it's imp it feels impractical now because it's out of practice. It's not norm. Where that was the norm to them. Yeah, I'm wearing a three-piece suit to the bar. What you mean? Yeah. My man, <laughs> where's your dinner jacket? We out here. Like, you yeah. know, like you don't show up in jeans and a t-shirt. Like, no, this three-piece uh, seersucker suit yeah, that's casual because it's Saturday and we out here and that's what you do, right? Like, ladies got dressed up. Like, Sunday best was Monday through Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, now people are like, nah, just everybody look rocking sweats and t shirts and flip flops and looking crazy in these streets. And don't get me wrong, I mean, there's days that, you know, it's acceptable, but mm -hmm. it's now, and I guess it goes back to the same thing, I think. I think the, the being home so much and, now you get to the point where you just, all you care about is being comfortable. Yes. And I feel like that's another reason why the art of manners and and, and behaving a certain way and, and treating people a certain way and being considerate of those around you is being lost. And I think that's another why, a reason why, you know, we see that so much because people are so comfortable mm -hmm. 
so comfortable in their own little bubble that they don't care anymore. Right, the, and that's that's you know? a good point. What you're saying, they're, they they're only comfortable in their bubble, right? But outside of that, they're so uncomfortable because yeah, they they can't. I I don't know why, because you know me. I, I mean, look at what. <laughs> but, look, Look at the new the new terms you hear a lot, and it says and and I think I I've heard it thrown around a couple of times before the pandemic, but now after during the pandemic now and people going back to work and everything here a lot, is that social anxiety, right? Mm. And I think it's I think it's funny because, you know, you're like you just said you're so comfortable in your own little bubble that when you step out of it you're uncomfortable. Mm. But what does that mean? That means when you step out of it, you're so worried about what other people are thinking around you, it makes you uncomfortable and it gives you anxiety. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least in my opinion, that's what I feel like. Because you're so worried about what can happen interacting with people around me and out of my control and what's not in your control that it leads to that uncomfortableness, anxiety and everything. But that's the word, control. It's, It's the relinquishing of control that people are getting worked up over because anxiety is definitely a real thing, but I think yeah, it's part I of life. It, yeah. I was about to say, but I think it's something that you're supposed to experience. It's, it means that you're pushing yourself. It means, it means you're alive. You're it means you're alive. If you stress this, and this is what I understand. I feel like people sometimes feel like you're not supposed to stress out. You're not supposed to feel anxiety. You're not to, you're not supposed to feel down or sad. Mm. You're not supposed to feel, you know, like, I need to grow. I need to do better and all that stuff. I mean, it means you're alive. That's part of life. Yeah. The issue is when you let those things take over your life. Right. Or right? you, or you, neg- or you neglect the parts of your, those parts of yourselves just because they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, you, we are full humans capable of a range of things. Right. Um, and, and and when I say things, I I meant to say emotion, a range of emotions. We are we are, we are capable of feeling multiple feelings, and I think we somehow want to contain and conform ourselves to only two things. Like, mm-hmm. like we think we should always be happy, or or on the adverse side, always be sad. Or like, you should feel all of it, and you should go through those range of emotions, and you should acknowledge and accept and and feel them fully. But don't stay there. Yes. That's that's the thing. And it's part, like I said, going back to it, it's part of life. Going back to that, what I said and going back to what you said. It's part of life. Mm-hmm. And in life, you're going to go, especially as you grow and get older, you're going to go through different experiences that are going to have good things and bad things, positive and negative consequences all the time. But like you said earlier, you need to recognize what you can control and what you can't control. Because when those things happen... A lot of times, what you can control, do it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help a little bit. But the things you can't control, let it go. Right? But I feel like the when I talk to people about anxiety and when I talk to people about depression and, and those that I've known that have struggled with depression, and, you know, they, they sometimes I feel like, don't get me wrong, it's definitely a real thing. But I feel like sometimes what I'm hearing is, like you said, you're so stuck on the thing that made you feel sad mm-hmm. that it led to that depression, right? Or the other thing that I do believe is you you were so anxious about something that it led to so much stress and that all that stress led to depression. Mm. You see? And, and again, I think 
anxiety and stress is part of life. I think it's just normal things. If you have a job, or you're going to school, you have a family, we're going to experience those things as we go through life. When you meet someone new that you're dating, you're going to get anxious because of the excitement. Or because maybe you said something that person you were dating didn't like, and now you know they're upset. You're going to get anxious because now they're upset, and you're going to have to deal with that. But guess what? You deal with it, and you continue going on and make things better, or just move on, and it doesn't work out. And then at the same time, that will stress you out a little bit. Yeah. Right. Just with everything in life, just when you have a PowerPoint or a presentation in school or you have a you have to lead a presentation at work, all those things. Again, the anxiety of getting it done and doing it. And, and when it coming up to that time when it needs to be done and then the stress of being prepared for it and getting ready for it, you know, mm-hmm. all that is normal. But yeah. I feel like we like you said earlier, I feel like a lot of people act to believe like that's not supposed to happen. Like if you're like if you're sad and depressed and you see someone's happy, you feel like happy is the only exist emotion that exists. Mm. That's supposed to be the only thing that exists. And that's not true. Like you said, we're supposed to feel our feelings. We we're, we're emotional beings. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to feel those feelings, and that's supposed to help us get through the day and do and and through life and as we grow. But we need yeah. to learn how to get rid of the stuff that either make you feel a certain way. Get rid of the stuff that you can't control. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the stuff that's not good for you when you know it's not good for you. And then and stay with the things that help you and keep growing. But we get stuck. And that's the biggest problem. You know? Yeah. I definitely agree with that sentiment. I think most most of the times we, we get in our own way. Um, but as a collective, because these these ideals are being normalized, we 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 start to get in each other's way by not allowing our friends and families and peers to go through things because you're like, oh no, sweetie, you're not oh you shouldn't be sad. It's like no mm-hmm. you sad? Yeah, that's a that because it's a sad situation. Feel that all of that. And now because you know you don't like that, figure out how do you get past that. Exactly. But what did you learn from this feeling, right? In this moment, what is it teaching you, right? Because growth is uncomfortable because you this space you're getting to You've never been there before, but that's how you know it's okay because you're like, okay, this is this means I'm leveling up, right? I'm feeling all these feelings that are different from what I felt before, which means I'm getting to somewhere new. So let me figure out how to get comfortable in this new space. And then once I get comfortable there, now I need to, how do I get to the next space? Now I need to start doing things to get uncomfortable again. Okay. And now I'm moving up. And that's, that's what life is. It is a, it is a trek. It is a journey, right? It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be easy in the sense that. If there's if there's no sh- struggle, if there's no hardship, if there's nothing to overcome, then what is your purpose, right? But when you're living in that purpose and you're accepting that there are going to be moments that's hard, then that is easy because you have already been like, oh, yeah, a rough patch. Oh, I know that's coming. I'm prepared for it. I'm going to weather that storm and then I'm going to come out on the other side of it. But if you're like, oh, no, it should, everything should be good all the time, then that's going to be really hard for you if you can't accept that. Sometimes it's going to be difficult. That's where you have the people that wallow in those things and, and, and stay in that constant mood of downward energy because they don't they don't want to believe that that's part of the journey. Mm. And and I know for some people it's more severe than others, which is why there are professionals who can help uh, diagnose and, mm-hmm. and guide you through that. Um, but in order to even get to the place where you are seeking professional help, you have to accept that you need it. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
that's part of life too. That's why you have people in these positions to help you through these journeys because some some cases are more severe than others. But if you don't want to accept that and you want to just stay there, then that's a you thing that mm. you're going to be stuck in. If you're like, no, this is bad. I need help. I need someone to help me figure my way out of this. What? How do I get access to X, Y, and Z? Mm. Go for it. And mm. then when you come out on the other side of it, now you're better. Now you can go to the next level. Right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. But, you know, continuing the conversation when it comes to the manners and how we feel like that's dying down. Nowadays, as a man, it's interesting because, you know, now you have women. You know, if you if you were raised to be respectful of those around you, mm-hmm. again, we've said it before, it's not only women, you know. It's the elderly. It's your fellow man. It's someone that might be next to you and need some help with something. But let's say, okay, it's a woman. But they drop something, you 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 go down and help them pick it up. They'll come into you, open the door for them. You just, you know, hey, good morning, how you doing? You know, kind of acknowledge them and all that stuff. You know, it's I've seen more and more where women get upset because they feel like, I can do it, I don't need you. Mm. Because you're a man and you're just like offering help and just being polite. Like you said earlier, they might take it like you're flirting, they might take it down, but all you're doing is being polite. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's another reason why we don't see it as much anymore. And it's slowly dying down, especially in the younger generations that you see coming. Because, again, don't get me wrong. An independent woman, I think, is great. A woman that's secure of yourself, confident and independent and wants to, you know, pursue her dreams and is working hard. But you're going to... And we've seen that more and more, mm-hmm. which is fine. But... We also see a lot of times those women, anything that a man does is wrong. Yeah. Or, you know, if a man approaches him, you know, oh, I don't need you next to me. Or I don't need your help. You know, you know that stuff. And I feel like that's another reason why when it comes to being a gentleman and being a man and having those manners is kind of dying down. Because like you were saying earlier, like, you'd be like, well, you know, if that's how I'm going to be treated for doing this. Literally just open the door for a stranger, not because I wanted anything with that person. Right. And it's like... Okay, well, next time you better it's... catch up and catch the door before I let it close because I'm going to just keep going, you know? But that's what I'm saying. It's because we've been conditioned to feel like those types of interactions need to be transactional. We've we've been conditioned to think that if a man is doing this for a woman or someone else, then then it means that they want something in return. It's it, like we don't understand the politeness, the niceties, yeah. the, the etiquette, the behind being a good human we or we don't understand it when it comes to with someone else yeah. we're like no i should i'm doing that all by myself and and that's what i'm saying like in this age of like all these women who can do battle by themselves more power to you but i but i think what they start to forget to realize is that sometimes when a man is coming to you to help you it's because he's recognizing how awesome it is that you can do it all by yourself. And that makes him want to aid you even more because he sees how mm. awesome it is, how you do it on your own. And maybe there's something he wants to learn from, from that. And I think we cut off these opportunities for beautiful connections because of fear. Mm. That's what it all boils down to. It's, it's fear. 
it's fear-based. Like, oh, you must be trying to take something from me. Oh, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be guarded, right? But the the way society is conditioning us now, we have we have lost those in, instincts that have helped us to be able to discern from stranger danger and my fellow good men. Mm-hmm. And that is something I feel like we need to get back to. And I think it's been something that's been happening before the pandemic. Um, and it's definitely, like you said, be having to isolate and, you know, quarantine and all the things that come with uh, the Panera Bread has like really heightened that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, 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 it's sad. And I really hope that we get back to a place where togetherness is the new norm. Yes. And I think, I mean, for those that still feel like they do have manners and do try to show them to those around them and be mm-hmm. considered those around them, I think we should just keep doing it, you know? Yeah, um, because you're setting an example. Yeah, just keep doing it. And then the day, it's if they don't accept it, that's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember this... No, no expectations, you know, nothing, you don't need nothing in return for it. So fine, you know, if they're not going to be upset about it. They're not going to say thank you. They're going to ignore you. Let them be, you know, yeah. just don't stop doing it. It just shows you where you're at and it shows where they are at. You know what I mean? And their mindset behind it. So definitely don't lose, you know, the inspiration to keep doing that. And like you like I mean, you said, you're an example, you know, you're an example of that. There's people that still believe that that's important, you know? Yeah. There was something I saw the other day that I posted on my socials too, but then I added to it. It said, be loud about the things that are important to you, right? But I added, Mm -hmm. at the same time, you can't expect everyone to listen. So if, Mm. if it's important, if you're, how you carry yourself, your mannerisms, your characteristics, that is something that should be important to you. And you, um, and if, if displaying those manners in the way that you do, where you, you know, pass on kindness to whoever you see, understand that not everybody is going to be open and willing to receive it. But mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you shouldn't still continue to exude that. Mm-hmm. Because if that is truly your nature, don't let anyone break that spirit. Mm. And because people will not be able to, a lot of people sometimes we're so caught up in ourselves that we won't be able to meet you at the level you're at. They can only meet you from where they're right. at. So from, and, you know, so if I'm in a certain point in my life where I might be a little more, you know, have my feelings and emotions more controlled, mm-hmm. my ego, my confidence, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do and I'm not, whoever feels a certain way about me, whoever treats me a certain way is not going to affect my day. I'm going to go by my day how I need to, but someone next to me, just because I'm doing that, it's going to take it a whole different way, you know? Yeah. And, but there can be someone who is not confident. Yeah. It's insecure. has problems socializing with people, has problems with, they're all, they're so self-centered that they're thinking about themselves only that they don't realize it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Right. So basically like what you were saying, you know, we can't expect them to listen or understand Mm-hmm. Because the level that they're at is not the same. Yeah. But I still like you know we were saying still keep doing it, yeah. still keep doing it. 
You know? I agree with that. Got to keep trucking because at the end of the day, manners maketh man. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, y'all, let's go and wrap it up for this episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Once again, we are your hosts. My name is Mir. And my name is Arhenis. And you've been listening to Gents Amplified. Amplified.